Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. American soccer fans, welcome to episode 105 of the USA Soccer Cast. We're bringing you everything about the U.S. national teams, the players, the leagues, and everything else that impacts the game of soccer in these United States. I'm Donald Wine. It's Tuesday, April 18th, 2023. And last Friday, CONCACAF held this draw for the 2023 Gold Cup, which begins in June. Of course, the United States is hosting most of the tournament. We will discuss the draw who the U.S. men's national team will see in the group stage as well as their potential knockout stage path as they seek to defend their title. Also, the United States and Mexico dance in the desert in the inaugural Continental Classico match. We will preview those two teams playing after the break. But first, let's get to the Gold Cup. The draw was held at SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California last Friday. It is where the Gold Cup final will be held on July 16th. And it occurred while there are still three spots yet to be determined, with 12 teams taking part in the Gold Cup prelims due to their finish in the Nations League group stage. The draw took into account the various preliminary matches that will take place beginning on June 16th. The United States, Mexico, Costa Rica, and Canada, those are your seeded teams in the draw, and they were pre-slotted into four groups, the U.S. in Group A, Mexico, Group B, Costa Rica, and Group C, and Canada in Group D. So... Let's get into the draw first off and who was matched up together for the group stage of the 2023 Gold Cup. We begin with Group A. We have the United States, Jamaica, Nicaragua, and the prelim nine winner. That Those four teams that could possibly be in that particular slot, Curacao, St. Kitts and Nevis, 
French Guiana, and Saint-Martin. Group B, we have Mexico, Haiti, Honduras, and Qatar. Group C, we have Costa Rica, Panama, El Salvador, and the prelim eight winner, those four possible teams, Martinique, St. Lucia, Suriname, and Puerto Rico. And rounding out the Gold Cup in Group D, we have Canada, Guatemala, Cuba, and the winner of the prelim seven match, that would be Trinidad, Tobago, Guadeloupe, Guyana, or Grenada. And just today, not a couple hours ago, CONCACAF finally released the schedule. So now we know the road to SoFi Stadium on July 16th for the United States. Let's go through that. They will open up on Saturday, June 24th, with the Gold Cup opener. No other games that day, just the United States taking on Jamaica in that match. And that will be at Soldier Field in Chicago. Kickoff for the Gold Cup opener is set for 9.30 Eastern time. They follow that up with a trip to City Park in St. Louis for their second group stage match. That will be the first time that the men have played in City Park. Of course, the women played there a little over a couple weeks ago. That will take place against the prelim nine winner on Wednesday, June 28th. Again, kickoff for that match also set for 9.30 p.m. on the East Coast. The group stage finale for the U.S. men's national team will be in Charlotte at Bank of America Stadium. That match, Sunday, July 2nd, kickoff will be at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern time, and the United States will host Nicaragua in that match. So the United States get a difficult opponent in Jamaica in this group, but this should still be a winnable group. The great thing is that Jamaica match is the opener. Get that out of the way, and you should be able to win this group. The USA are the class of this group. They should be focused on proving that they're still the team to beat in this tournament. Nicaragua is a team that the U.S. last saw in the 2017 Gold Cup group stage. They also have the prelim nine winner, which can be, you know, Curacao, St. Kitts and Nevis, French Guiana, and St. Martin. Curacao should be the team to beat in that prelim, but don't count out any of the other teams who have been playing pretty well over the last couple of years. St. Martin is the surprise of this group, having won their group in League C and winning promotion to League B. Mexico probably has the most difficult group in Group B. Haiti is strong. Honduras is strong. And you have Qatar there. Qatar, of course, just got done hosting the 2022 World Cup, but had the worst showing of any host ever by finishing in last place. Still, they got to the semifinals of the Gold Cup two years ago, so you can't count them out. Honduras and Haiti have the ability to at least get a result against Mexico. So Tree could have their hands full and have some issues getting out of this group if they continue to play like they did during the World Cup and during the March international window. Costa Rica, similarly tough time with Group C, as rivals Panama are there, as well as El Salvador. Martinique is the team most likely to emerge from the prelims, but Suriname could also pose some problems for this group. This may be the most difficult group to call, with so many teams that are right around the same as far as talent level and as far as skill level. Finally, Group D. Canada wants to show that they are better than their second-to-last finish at the 2022 World Cup. They won their Nations League group. They've advanced to the Nations League finals, and they'll want to continue to progress and do damage in this Gold Cup. They clearly think they can win it, and their group should be one they can capture with Guatemala and Cuba in it. Trinidad and Tobago or Grenada could fight to be that fourth team in the group, and they could also contend to get to the knockout stage as well. Both of them, Grenada, of course, was in League A and will continue to be in League A as we move forward in the Nations League. For the U.S. men's national team, though, should they get out of the group in first or second, they will face a team from Group D in the Gold Cup quarterfinals, which could meet a potential matchup with Canada if one of them finishes second in their group. Groups B and C will see each other in the quarterfinals. 
But should the United States advance out of the group, they will play their quarterfinal match at TQL Stadium in Cincinnati on Sunday, July 9th. If they finish second in Group A, they'll take on the Group D winner at 5 p.m. Eastern, while if they win Group A, they will be the nightcap. Group D runner-ups will be their host, and that kickoff will be at 7.30 Eastern time. Keep in mind, though, for those of you who are battling which game to go to, the quarterfinals for the U.S. men's national team will take place the exact same day as the U.S. women's national team have their send-off match against Wales in San Jose. So you're either going to be in Cincinnati or you're going to be in San Jose, but hopefully you're at one of those matches on July 9th. The semifinals will be on Wednesday, July 12th. That's at Snapdragon Stadium in San Diego and Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. CONCACAF will determine after the group stage where each semifinal will be held. So while it's not determined where the U.S. will play their semifinal match, logic kind of tells us that they're likely going to steer the United States to San Diego, the smaller stadium of the two, and Mexico to Las Vegas. The kickoff times for the two semifinals on July 12th are 7.30 p.m. Eastern time and 10 o'clock Eastern time. Of course, those two semifinal winners will meet in the final on Sunday, July 16th at SoFi Stadium in Englewood. Kickoff for the final, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time, 4.30 p.m. local time. And that's where we will determine the continental champion. The first time that the U.S. men's national team could see a team from groups B or C would be the semifinals. And as always, should the U.S. and Mexico both win their respective groups, they're going to be on opposite sides of the bracket and be set up to be in the final. That would be an epic, epic conclusion to the tournament. We've had so many of them over the last couple of years. But the best thing about this tournament is that anything can happen. It's CONCACAF. We've had Guest Qatar make the semifinals two years ago. Mexico struggled on its way to the final two years ago where it eventually lost to the United States in extra time. At that point, it was the second time in a little over a month that they had done. So this time around the nation's league finals ends just six days before the start of the gold cup. So there's going to be a lot of questions over whether the four teams in the nation's league finals will bring just one squad for the two tournaments, or will they have separate squads for each tournament? The U.S. men's national team is setting itself up to have a split squad for the summer with most of the European-based players making up the Nations League roster before beginning their summer vacations, while the MLS-based players, along with any players from League MX, will likely be safe for the Gold Cup. We have just a little over two months before the start of the tournament, but soon the United States are going to embark on their journey to once again lift the Gold Cup and defend their title from two years ago. Let's take a break here, but we have a big match coming up tomorrow. USA-Mexico in the Continental Classico. We will preview it after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We are back. And tomorrow night, the U.S. men's national team and Mexico will renew one of the top rivalries in world sports when they meet at State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona for the inaugural Continental Classico. Now, 
to clarify this right off the bat, the Continental Classico is not the new name of the USA-Mexico rivalry. It is a new event being introduced by U.S. soccer that will see the United States have an annual friendly against some of the top teams from the Americas. This is similar in college football to the Chick-fil-A kickoff classic, except it will be the United States always facing someone different each time. But of course, they start with the big rivalry as they face off against Mexico in the inaugural edition of this event. Ironically, it is the first of two straight USA-Mexico matches. The next one will come on June 15th in the Nations League semifinals. This match, of course, occurs outside of a FIFA international window, so teams were not required to release players. And with most of Europe entering the final few weeks of their domestic seasons, interim coach Anthony Hudson used this opportunity to have mostly MLS-based players fill this roster. However, there are two players that are in camp from outside of MLS, Serginho Dest and Alan Senora. Dest is a surprise inclusion coming in from AC Milan after participating in the March international window. He hasn't been playing much for Milan. They just got done, as we speak, playing in Champions League, and I'm pretty sure he was not on that roster for Champions League. So it's probably a lot of the reason why the club decided to allow his release for this camp. But let's get into the roster for the United States. And at goalkeepers, we have Drake Callender, Roman Celentano, and Sean Johnson. Defenders, Sergio Dest, of course, Aaron Long, Julian Gressel, Matt Miazga, Shaq Moore, Caleb Wiley, Josh Winder, DeAndre Yedlin, and Walker Zimmerman. Your midfielders, six of them, Kellen Acosta, Aiden Morris, Paxton Pomacall, James Sands, Alan Senora, and Jackson Ewell. And then finally, your forwards, Kate Cowell, Jesus Ferreira, Jordan Morris, and Brandon Vasquez. So Anthony Hudson calls it a lot of names that men's national team fans should be familiar with. Ten players on this roster, of course, appeared on the roster for the 2022 World Cup. However, there are some players who have been called in to kind of continue their evaluation for potential spots on either the Nations League roster or the Gold Cup roster this summer. Players like Aiden Morris, Julian Gressel, Alan Senora, and Brandon Vasquez could factor in to one of those tournament rosters should they have a good camp here and continue to thrive with their clubs. Matt Miazga. He's back. He returns to the U.S. men's national team for the first time since 2021. He's hinted in the media on several occasions, including most recently, uh, a couple of days ago, that he felt that he was kind of blacklisted from the national team. But Hudson clearly sees enough to welcome him back and give him an opportunity to return to the depth of the player pool. You have some seasoned veterans, of course, like Kellen Acosta, Walker Zimmerman, Sean Johnson, the aforementioned Dest, and Jesus Ferreira. Paxton Pomacall was a late addition to this roster as Paul Ariola had to withdraw due to muscle tightness. That was more of a precautionary thing. And Christian Roldan also had to withdraw due to entering concussion protocol over the weekend. So Pomacall has another chance to, again, factor into one of these rosters this summer. Finally, there are three players on this roster who could use this preparation as they get ready for the U-20 World Cup. Kate Cowell has had a couple of caps for the U.S. men's national team. He's eligible for the U-20 roster. Caleb Wiley is 18 years old. He plays for Atlanta United. And Josh Winder, a 17-year-old who plays for Louisville City in the USL Championship, he gets this opportunity in this camp to show that he belongs on this level. Aiden Morris, along with those three, are also Olympic eligible. So he has some youth sprinkled amongst some of the experience here, and I think that's good. Having said all that, this is USA-Mexico. 
These friendlies are never friendly. Both teams want to win, and Hudson has to balance the evaluation period with the fact that the team and the fans want to continue to show Mexico that there's no question who the kings of CONCACAF are. This match may not mean much of the grand scheme of things, but bragging rights are always on the line. So, USA-Mexico, tomorrow night, Wednesday, 10 p.m. Eastern time on the East Coast. For those of you who are here in Phoenix, as I am, I just landed a few hours ago, I will see you at the game. But that will do it for episode 105 of the USA SoccerCast. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to follow us on Twitter. We're at USA SoccerCast. Don't forget, we also have an affiliate program with Fanatics and MLS Store. So head to usasoccercast.podbean.com to learn more and support the show while getting fresh with the latest gear. And please send us some topic suggestions as we move forward. You can email those to usasoccercast at gmail.com. We will talk to you again soon, y'all. Peace.